All right, let's head right out to Arrowhead and hear from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. He'll practice. He did the walkthrough this morning and he'll practice this afternoon. Yeah, I think he'll, well, we'll see. But, I mean, I think he'll do probably everything. But we'll see. Yeah. How can you go on from past examples of players playing through injuries and how Patrick learned that? Well, I mean, he's had injuries before. So um, he can bank on, uh, you know, that past experience that he's had. But, um, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll do fine. It's just a matter of making sure that he's safe to, you know, safe as you can be out there on the football field. But. Andy, is it a case of just wanting to see him get through some things today and then obviously <clears> next <throat> hurdles is obviously how does it respond for tomorrow's practice? Yeah, I mean, is it day by day? Yeah, day by day. Yeah, I tell you, yes. Is there, is there one or maybe two things you want to see from him today in practice just to ensure that you guys are headed in the right direction? Well, just how he, how he functions. He did well in the walkthrough and – We'll just take the next step, Nate. I mean, you know, just see how where he's at with it and go with it. Yeah. Coach, when it when it comes to McColl, you guys backed off last week, and it sounds like <clears throat> today. Just where is he at? Yeah, he feels better than he did the last couple of weeks. So that um, that move looked like it worked to to this point. And then again, we'll just see how he does every day here, and uh, he seems to be in a good place. Yeah. Andy, you've spoken about this before, but Kadarius seems to have found a unique spot within the offense, and I, I wonder if you could elaborate a little bit on how, how he's been able to do that both physically and also with his ability to grasp the offense. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the main thing was that, <clears throat> excuse me, is that he, um, you know, the, the hamstring was healthy. I mean, that, that was kind of the hang-up, and, uh, and it, it kept occurring. I, I don't think, knowing him now, I'm not sure <laughs> – he ever let it get get to the healing point because he wants to play. You know, it's one of those things. So um, I'm sure he was saying, I'm okay, I'm okay, it's, you know, fine. But uh, because of his desire to be out there, he loves to play the game. That's what, it, I mean, you know, that's what I've noticed most uh, is he, he wants to be in there. So we backed him up a little bit and just made sure that uh, he could be kind of get, get healthy in that area. And, um, you know, he's been doing great since. You know, knock on wood there, but I mean, he's been doing great, yep. Did you feel like, or do you feel like he, he had a particularly fast grasp of, of what you're trying to do? He's a complicated. smart kid, yeah. Smart, picks things up easy, yeah. Andy, any thought that uh, Clyde could be up this weekend? Also, uh, um, there's a chance, probably more, uh, well, yeah, there's a chance either one, but maybe more Fortson than, than Clyde, but... Oh, we'll see how it goes, you know, this week. You guys have played the Bengals so often in the last year or so. Um, you feel like you know them about like a division opponent at this point with this many games? Yeah, I would say probably both ways. I, I would say that they, they know us and we know them. And, you know, we're all searching for that little extra thing that you can throw at them. So we've played each other enough to, you know, we're, we're, I'm sure both sides feel that way. Coach, you have Isaiah Pacheco, who's, of course, a rookie going into this game. Never been in this situation before, starting running back. What are your conversations like this week with him? Yeah, just be – well, it's really with all the rookies. I'd just say just be you and and go play. I mean, that's – learn the game plan and 
don't be anything more or anything less. Just go, go play. Coach, there are people in Cincinnati who feel like they've got something. There's something that they have maybe mentally. Their players have more confidence against you guys. What, what do you say to that? Yeah, well, listen, they probably should. They, they've won three games. So, you know, that's, uh, I'm sure that's how they feel. But um, that's okay. We're, we're still going to, you know, play the game. So. Coach, you said both teams are searching for the extra thing to get on top of each other. <clears throat> what did you see from the last game that put them over the top of you all? Um, I'm <laughs> that wouldn't be smart if I answered that. But <clears throat> oh, sure. How much of that were you disappointed to see something like that? I mean, that's part of the game. I mean, I don't. I mean, that happened. I'm glad he hooked on with another team. You know, so we'll be all right. Andy, I know, like you said, you weren't going to elaborate on specific points of, you know, what got got you a win or a loss. But I do wonder, you look at the three games with the Bengals, is there a, a commonality of, of self-induced mistakes that will be a point of emphasis with yeah. week or any more than usual? Or? Yeah, against good teams, you can't do that, right? So our guys know that. Um, <clears throat> so, and two good teams playing each other, the littlest thing can throw it to the side. So you, you've got to take care of the ball. Yeah. Andy, anything we asked when you placed Case Jacksonville, if there's anything different you've seen from the November match today. Do you feel the same way about Cincinnati? Is it kind of the same things you've seen out of them since it's such, so recent that you played them last year? Or is there anything you see different? Yeah, I, I just tell you they're a real good football team. They, they're not a, um, they don't have a lot of weaknesses on either side of the ball and, or special teams. So, <clears throat> you know, it's, uh, th- that part hasn't changed from the first time we played them. They're good, um, or they wouldn't be here at at this round, so um, yeah, that, that'd be it. Andy, it's an AFC Championship game. The guys are going to be up regardless, but do you sense that playing this particular team means something to your players? Yeah, I, <laughs> whoever they're going to put in front of you uh, right now, I mean, that's you're, you're going to be up for the game. I mean, that's a, um, and, and then uh, these two teams compete well against each other. And so I, I think both teams will do that. Yeah. Jay, and you mentioned the Pat's battle through injuries before in, in the past, and he's played well battling through them. But I guess, is he more prepared to handle it now as opposed to years past in terms of potentially playing the spot or, or handling it in, in any capacity? Yeah, I would probably tell you yes. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he had a couple injuries in college that he fought through, but um, he's had in the NFL, <laughs> with all the games that you play, very seldom you get to this point without having something. I mean, that's just how it, how it goes. And um, and so um, I, I think he's, yeah. I mean, he he knows it. He knows that, and and he's pushing through right now. And we'll just see. We'll see how he does here. I mean, you're going to be looking at him like we're looking at him. So, hey, Andy, with the, with the quarterback dealing with the injury, obviously you have to maybe adjust some things. I just wonder where you feel like experience having been the coach for all these years helps you maybe get a quarterback obviously maybe limited or hindered by something into a rhythm uh, to have them succeed in a better place where do you feel like your experience yeah yeah you know what Nate I think we have enough in the in the game plan where you can kind of pick and choose where you want to go with it and uh, according to how the players are are, play, are feeling you know and 
while they're playing. And, um, you know, so uh, maybe experience helps. But I, we have, there's enough in there that you can, you can choose from and uh, work any way you choose to, to go. And is that, just, just a quick follow-up, is that I, I think in previous times you said that there might be 250, maybe 300 plays for a certain game plan. Is, is just having a, a, a wider selection, does that also help too? Is that... Yeah, that's right. You have a variety of things that you you can go to. Obviously, you don't use all the all the plays in the game, um, but they're available. And um, you know, so if you have to go a certain direction, you can go that direction with the with the calls. Michelle. <clears throat> you have such Yeah, um, most likely he won't just do a little. Uh, uh, you know, he's he's gonna. I, I don't think I'm gonna have to go there with that. Um, he's gonna. I might have to pull him back a little bit, but knowing him, I think he's gonna try to do everything, and we'll just see how he does. Um, but I'm, I'm sure. I don't know what that number is, Michelle. I mean, whatever the number is, it is I have, that he needs. But I don't think that's gonna be the issue. Andy, Frank Clark's in the top five career postseason sag <clears throat> game last week. What are you seeing from him to suggest he could have another big game Sunday? And what is it about him in, in the postseason? Yeah, well, I mean, he, he's always fired up, but uh, he, I guess there's a little something extra there that he has, but he, he's a relentless player all the time. <clears throat> his numbers speak for themselves, you know, throughout his career, but um, he, it's quite a record. Uh, or opportunity for a record there with uh, with the sacks and playoffs. So you got to get there first to get them right, and so he's had a lot of opportunities to to do that when he was in Seattle and and now here. Last one, coach. There's a lot of talk about the passing game and both quarterbacks, <clears throat> but the Bengals are a very physical team, and, and so are the Chiefs. So how, how much emphasis is that going on in practice? Yeah. So yeah, both teams are are physical and. <clears throat> that's a that's a good thing. It should be a great game to be a part of and for our fans to to watch. So um, uh, right now, though, you're not going to you know go and bang each other up before the game and do that. But the guys know that they absolutely know what you're saying, and uh, and so they'll prepare themselves mentally for that. Okay, thank All right, you. That's Andy Reid out on Arrowhead. We're going to head right back in the next minute or so as Patrick Mahomes will step up to the podium. Of course, the, the news there, Patrick Mahomes did do the, the walkthrough earlier today, and they expect him to practice this afternoon in quotes. He'll probably do everything, but we'll see. So there is he a might chance. Be a full participant. Let's, let's hear from him right now. Good, you know, AFC Championship week, ready to go. How's the ankle? It's doing good. You know, I've had a few days of treatment, a few days of rehab. Uh, excited to get on the practice field and kind of test it out uh, and uh, see where I'm at, but uh, it's feeling good so far. You, you expressed that you'd start treatment the night after the game. Can you just kind of bring us through what that night was and then these last few days, what, what you've been doing? Yeah, I was able to do some extra testing just to make sure everything was good, um, not after the game, and then get a few things done uh, to help the treatment kind of start off. And then the next few days has just kind of been, I mean, all-day thing where you're just doing either treatment or rehab or watching film. And uh, I, I had to take Brittany a few places with me so I can be around the kids a little bit. But uh, it's a full-day thing where you're trying to make sure that you're obviously prepared for the Bengals and the great football team uh, mentally and physically. that might serve you for Sunday? 
Uh, probably my toe would probably be the, the toughest injury. I remember when I had the toe, I was like having to, I had to curl my toes when I walked. So that was probably the, the toughest injury that I, I had to play through. Um, but I've dealt with a lot of them, man. And uh, you kind of have to mentally just get yourself to focus on what needs to be focused on, and that's the team that you're playing. And you prepare your body all week, and then when you get to Sunday, uh, you focus on playing the football game, and uh, that's what I'm going to try to do this week. Is this all at all comparable to the injury you had against Jacksonville a few years ago? Yeah, it's very similar, just a different ankle, um, especially when you're different ankles in the quarterback position, you're playing and throwing off different stuff. Um, so the last one, I, it was the leg that I landed on, so I had to find ways to throw where I could land and keep it in the right spot. And this time I'll have to find ways to be able to push off and be able to still make the throws the right way. So uh, definitely uh, similar in a sense, but obviously different limitations and stuff that I'll have to work through. Yeah, this is the first time, I guess, in, in your Chiefs uh, career that you've come into a playoff game as an underdog, as a, especially as a home underdog, basically due to your injury, so to speak. Do you feel – you feel more pressure. Do you feel like it's, it's because you're an underdog now? There's, there's not a lot of pressure because a lot of people expect Cincinnati to win this game now. Yeah, I mean, every time I walk on that field, I don't, I don't think I'm an underdog, especially when I walk on Arrowhead's field. So uh, I just go in with the same mindset of we're going to play our best football to win. Uh, we know we're playing a great football team that's beat us the last three times. Um, and so we have to learn from our mistakes in the past and be better um, in order to, to win against a great football team. Did you see the video? Does it require Uh, I think we'll see throughout the week. Uh, I haven't got got to go out and practice yet and put myself in those positions. Uh, I've done limited stuff, kind of in a a small uh, small kind of box of what I can do. But uh, I'll push it a little bit today, and then and the next day, and then the next day again, and see what I can do. That not reaggravate the injury, obviously, but uh, to push it to see what, I, what I'll be able to do on Sunday. Any hesitation mentally? You know, considering last time I feel that you want to have coming up on Sunday. Um, I'm, there was a little bit earlier in the week. I mean, you want to you want to push it, but you don't. Like I said, you don't want to reaggravate it or do something that you were in the position this last game and it was hurting. But uh, that stuff that you do the rehab and then you do the treatment for is to uh, prepare yourself to go out and practice and go out and play. And um, uh, I, I mean, all you can do is keep pushing it and pushing it and uh, try to do whatever you can to go out there and win a football game. Yeah, so you can do at home, but are you are you off your feet when you're at the house or just doing some stuff at home as well? Yeah, I mean, I haven't been at the house much. So uh, when I'm at the house, it's usually either studying or going to sleep. So uh, it's just kind of prepare yourself, uh, do whatever I can at the building, and then whenever I can get off my feet and get some sleep, then I'll, I'll go get some sleep. Looking at past legends that have played through major injuries, what, like, what's your awareness of some of them in the past, and like, what can you learn from that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of greats have, have done it. I mean, I think it's just about being a competitor. I mean, if you, you want to you be out there, and uh, especially in these games, um, and so all you can do is just mentally prepare yourself and your body throughout the week. And then, like I said, you get the game day. You just have to focus on the game. And uh, that, that's what I'll try to do is prepare my body the best I can and get to the game and just go out there and play and try to find a way to win. Hey, is, is this progress better than, than, than you expected? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, felt, I felt better than I thought I was going to be after the game. I mean, moving on it during the game definitely – Definitely hurt, um, but uh, after the game, I was able to rest it and kind of ice it up and do different stuff like that. I felt in a little bit better position, and obviously the next morning felt a little bit better, and I've continued to get better throughout the week. So uh, we'll, we'll see how I feel today at practice, and I'll get a better better feel for you all, and I'll be able to, I think, answer a little bit better tomorrow. Patrick, and, um, this is a team you've faced a few times, like a division opponent. You guys know each other pretty well. You've been able to run on them. What has been the challenge trying to throw against that secondary? 
Yeah, they're coached well, man. Uh, uh, their defense coordinator, Coach Anarumo, has, has done a great job of changing up the game plan. I think that's been the best thing. Is very game plan specific. Uh, it's never the same. He gives you different looks out of the same the same look, but different coverages. And that's what I think a lot of great defense coordinators do is they're able to coach their team up and do a lot of different stuff and variety of stuff, but still be sound in it. And I think that's what they do well. And then they have great players. I mean, at the end of the day, they have great players that that are that are extremely coachable and go out there and do their job to the best of their ability. And so uh, when you're at at this point in the playoffs, you're playing against great teams, and it's about who can execute at a higher level. In, in, in different ways, for lack of better terms, the Bengals have been a little vocal this week. What's been the messaging in, internally just to not get involved with that and, and, and react and to, to, to that type of stuff? Yeah, I mean, we just we just go out there and play football at the end of the day, and uh, all that stuff you can talk throughout the week, but at the end of the day, it's a football game. You have to go out there and play it. And so uh, we believe in just going, showing up on Sunday, playing our best football, and seeing what happens. Patrick, a little, a little related to that, you're a lot more used to having winning streaks against other teams than having one going this way. I, I, how do you how do you work with that in terms of the motivational point there? I, I know you you know you look for motivation at different places. Um, yeah, I mean, we've obviously lost this team three times in a row, and uh, they we've had great football games against them, but they've been able to beat us uh, situationally at the end of games. And so how can we be better there? Um, we know it's going to be a close football game. Uh, every team you play in this position is going to be a close football game. Um, but how can we be better situationally that we go out there and we're able to execute on third down in the red zone and at the end of games in order to, to win against a good football team? This gets in your head in a negative way in any way, right? I mean, I assume it's motivation rather than um, – yeah, I don't. I don't know how it would be a negative way. I mean, if you, I think uh, you don't want to. You won't relax. You'll focus in even more on the details. So, uh, I mean, I'll be. We'll be ready to go, and I'll be ready to go for sure. Todd, they've done a, a nice job of putting pressure on a lot of teams. How much of what they do is scheme stuff, and how much of it is just physically they're able to do something uh, to put pressure on teams? Yeah, I think more than anything, they have no weakness uh, across that whole defensive line and that linebacker position. Uh, I mean, they do a good job of pass rushing. They do a good job with their DBs of rushing from the outside, and they keep changing it up. I think that's the biggest thing is you, you, can't, you can't relax back there. You have to make sure that you're really focused on the details. And same with the offensive line and the running backs and the protection plan. So, uh, I mean, it's a little bit of both. They have, they have great players all throughout that defense, and then they have a great, a great coach and a defensive coordinator. So, uh, for, for us, we have to focus on the details, prepare ourselves the best way possible, and at the end of the day, we have to go out there and play. Patrick, you talked about you know working yourself back into the groove as far as you know being able to uh, not be limited moving around. What's the what's your message to the the offensive line knowing that you may be limited and not be able to move? Yeah, I think you saw in the second half this last game, man. That uh, they, they they stepped up and did a great job of protecting me, and where I was able to throw the ball from within the pocket. Um, and I'm sure they'll be ready to go. But I'm, like I said, it's a great defensive line, so it'll be a great challenge for them. Um, but I, I'm excited for those guys to go out there and accept the challenge. Um, not necessarily. Like I, like I was saying earlier, they're very game plan specific, and they switch every every time it seems like we play them. Um, and so it's one of those teams you have to be preparing for everything. Um, we played them one time, they 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 pressure a little bit. We played them one time, they dropped a. We played them this last game, they played it more uh, kind of true to the coverages. So I'm I'm expecting them to have a mixture of all that stuff, man. I mean that's why they're in this position. Um, and so you just prepare yourself to be ready for it and execute the play, and then move on to the next one. Thanks, That's Patrick Thanks. Mahomes out at Arrowhead saying that he he's actually progressing more than he thought he would. At least the ankle is with the rehab. Uh, yeah, as he said, very little, maybe maybe sleep 
uh, <laughs> this week in particular. So you just wake up, the, the rehab. do rehab, mm-hmm. go to practice, do rehab. Do some more, you know, like just constant over and over and over again. We know the last time they played Cincinnati, there was some trash talk from Justin Reed going in. Well, he's at the podium right now. The success he's had and what are you guys trying to do to neutralize that? Yeah, uh, well, just on top of the, the arm talent that he has, you know, he can make all the throws, deep balls, short balls. It's just he's also very patient. You know, he makes really good decisions with the football, hardly ever turns it over. It's really hard um, to get the gimmies. Um, that sometimes you see quarterbacks give the ball away, but with him, you really have to take it away. He's not going to give anything to you. Um, like I said, very smart to put football, very patient, um, and then even uses his legs at times when he needs to, too. Justin, one of the things that was last, uh, last game, several times you guys had opportunities to make the tackles short of the line of the game. They were able to kind of force through that. I think of a key is that this time around, yeah, huge. I mean, this is the the playoffs, and you know, it's a game of inches. And you know, there's a couple moments in that game to where you know the ball just was a little bit shorter. You know, the game might swing in a different direction. I mean, even that they come down to the wire at the end of the game, they even completed the slant on the outside, um, just inches away from making a play on the ball. Um, that's just a credit to those guys. They do a good job on that offense. Um, but we started to catch some heat too on the defensive side of the ball from December. Um, we're gonna have to ride that. Uh, train of momentum that we've created and take, out, take that with us into this game, really play our best game of football um, against a very talented and high-powered offense. Justin, this unit of receivers with, led by Jamar Chase, what makes them so difficult to defend, especially Jamar? I know you weren't here for the first two matches. Mm-hmm. The first one still goes for 90 in his return, and he's had, I think, around 400 altogether. What makes it so difficult along with them the receivers? Well, first and foremost, you know, you got Joe, Joe Burrow at quarterback and, you know, he finds him to get the ball. But also they have a very talented cast wide receivers and him and also, you know, 83 and 85 and the way that they run their routes. Joe's not afraid to throw to any of them, though they're not afraid of the one-on-one matchups on the outside, taking a shot down deep. Um, and then they also just get the ball to him in space. Um, they know that a lot of tension's on them and they find ways to get him the ball, screens, check downs, things like that, and just get him the ball in space and let him do his thing. Um, you know, that's a connection that they've had for – a long time now, going even back to their college years. Um, so they know each other well, and that tends to show up on the football field. Justin, I know, I know it's easier said than done, but as Spags talked about how, how much or how quickly you all have to get to Joe Burrows, because it seems like, you know, I think he's been sacked by the Chiefs one time last year, Melvin Ingram and the Ace Championship game, I think one spot called Rockets in Cincinnati year. How vital and how important is it for you all to get to the Oh, extremely important. Um, can't let him sit back in the pocket and just get into rhythm throws because that's when he's the most dangerous. Um, really need to find ways to force him out of the pocket and, and make those plays because you're not going to win a game if you don't get sacks, if you don't get turnovers, especially against offense like this. Um, so got to find ways to get pressure on him and create those turnovers. Looking back at last year, your game against the Bills literally changed the NFL with the postseason rules. How are you guys preparing to Um, well, the first course of business is to try and handle what you can do in the first 60 minutes. Um, but if it comes down to the overtime rules, um, you know, I think the dynamics change a little bit in the postseason now that, you know, if a one team scores, they, the other team will get a chance at it. I'll leave that to Coach Reed on we know which direction they're going to want to go with the coin flip. Um, but as far as we know, if it comes to that, we go out, we play defense. You know, it doesn't matter what the score is. If we're down or we're up, we play defense. We stop them from scoring any points. So that's going to be the mentality on the defensive side of the ball. Justin, just given Chase and, and all these weapons with Higgins and all their pass catchers, how much more elevated does the communication in the, in the back end become and then the safety help that you might need with, with these guys? Extremely. You know, we want to know where he's at every play. I mean, the guy has put in enough times on tape that he's a very dynamic weapon for them. Um, so we're going to have to have high-level high awareness. Um, 
Arrowhead Stadium. You're going to be able to help us out with the noise that I'm sure is going to be there and disrupting the communication that they're going to have on their offense communicating with each other. And we're going to have to do a good job on communicating on defense, um, non-verbally, verbally, whatever way we can, um, make sure everybody's on the same page. I know that uh, it's been about a month probably since you've been saying the rookies aren't rookies anymore. Mm-hmm. How ready are your young guys in the secondary for this challenge that they're going to face? We're very confident in them. You know, they're built for this. Um, we've seen it again last week. You know, Jalen Watson coming up with a big-time play to ice the game for us. Uh, so they're ready for this moment. We're confident in them. Um, and, you know, we're going to go out and play. How important was it that they've been able to go up against some guys like Diggs and Devontae Adams early on in the season? To that yeah, it really pays off with their confidence level here. You know, um, definitely um, it's a bigger stage. You know, the whole world's going to be watching. But at the end of the day, it's still a football game. You still rely on your technique, your keys, the same things you did before. Um, obviously, mistakes are magnified in the playoffs, so you can't have as many of those. Um, but if you do the same thing you're doing, confident in your technique, uh, it's going to tend to show up and good things tend to happen with that. So I encourage them to stay consistent with that. Um, do what they always do um, and come and play their best game. Don't think too much, just go play. Justin, did you see the video of the, the players on the sideline at the end of the game saying we're going to be at Burrowhead Stadium next week? What's your reaction to that? Yeah, I think we all saw it. And, you know, those guys are having fun since they won the game. Um, but we're going to just. Let our play on the field speak for us, and you know we're not going to get into any jokes and messages with them. All right, that was Justin Reed. Obviously, not going to not going to take uh, some of the bait there from Mike Hilton, uh, who was on the sideline uh, saying we're ready for for Burrowhead. Of course, we played that soundbite earlier on uh, in in the week, so I think uh, probably the, the smart route for Justin Reed, Cody, based off of how Andy Reed reacted to the last time they played. Uh, Cincinnati, and uh, he made his comments, and we knew Andy wasn't all that uh, all that thrilled with how that all went down. Talking about how he's going to lock down T. Higgins and everything like that. Yeah, and Andy made it very clear he didn't want him doing that. As we know, Andy is and will always be the let's keep the drama away. 